sweet summer buds part two from the flowers of shakespeare this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the flowers of shakespeare by esther singleton crow flowers and long purples crow flowers scylla newtons these are among the flowers ophelia wove into a wreath the queen tells the court there is a willow grove a sconce the brook that shows his hoar leaves in the glassy stream there with fantastic garlands did she come of crow flowers nettles daisies and long purples that liberal shepherds give a grosser name but our cold maids do dead men's fingers call them footnote hamlet act four scene seven End footnote shakespeare did not select ophelia's flowers at random they typified the sorrows of the gentle victim of disappointed love whose end was first madness then suicide the crow-flowers signified fair maiden the nettles stung to the quick the daisies her virgin bloom and the long purples under the cold hand of death thus what shakespeare intended to convey by this code of flowers was a fair maiden stung to the quick her virgin bloom in the cold hand of death it is generally supposed that the wild blue hyacinth or harebell scylla newtens a flower associated with pure and faithful love is the crow flower and authority is given to this theory in the old ballad which of course shakespeare knew called the deceased maiden lover then round the meadows did she walk catching each flower by the stalk such as within the meadows grew as dead man's thumb and harebell blew and as she plucked them still cried she alas there's none e'er loved like me some critics have objected to the blue harebell because it is a spring flower and it is midsummer when ophelia drowns herself these authorities suggest the ragged robin for ophelia's crow flower and others again the buttercup also called creeping crowfoot ranunculus repens bloom writes it is generally assumed that the flowers are those of the meadow and that a moist one why it is equally probable they are those of the shady hedge bank and that the crow flowers are the poisonous rank ranunculus reptans and its allies that the nettles are the ordinary urtica dioica not necessarily in flower or if this be objected to on account of the stinging qualities which the distraught ophelia might not be insensible to its place could be taken by the white dead nettle lamium album l the daisies may be moon daisies and the long purples arum masculatum another plant of baleful influence with its mysterious dead white spadix bearing no very far-fetched resemblance to a dead man's finger wrapped in its green winding sheet and whose grosser name cuckoo pint is ready at hand with this selection we have plants of the same situation flowering at the same time and all more or less baneful in their influence the crow has given its name to many flowers there are indeed more plants named for the crow than for any other bird crow foot crow toes crow bells for daffodil and bluebells crow berry crow garlic crow leeks crow needles and many others long purple arum masculatum or orchis mascula is very closely related to our woodland jack in the pulpit it has many names 
arum cuckoo pint cuckoo pintle wake robin friar's cowl lords and ladies cow and calves ramp starchwood bloody men's finger and getsemane as the plant is said to have been growing at the cross and to have received some drops of the saviour's blood this flower is mentioned in tennyson's a dirge round thee blow self-pleached deep bramble roses faint and pale and long purples of the dale dr forbes watson writes i use the old name wake robin because it is so full of poetry to think of the bird aroused from sleep by the soundless ringing of the bell arum or lords and ladies is the more usual name the plant is under the dominion of mars so the astrologers said end of crow flowers and long purples